0: Welcome to Chile, yet again. Just kidding. welcome to my episode of Bad Actation. My name's Chastity, and today, as was said in my introduction episode, we're going to talk about, well, okay, actually, I'm doing all the talking, and you're just going to listen about the Percy Jackson and the Olympian series. Our lord and savior, Rick Royden, oh, what a man, blessed us with a series full of Greek mythology and teenage problems that literally almost all of us could relate to. If you've read the books, and I mean, I'm pretty sure all the world has at this point, then you know how suspenseful it was when Percy, and then when Annabeth, and Grover, and oh my god, Nico, my poor emo child, my heart broke. Well, I'm not going to spoil anything for those of you who haven't read the books, but if you haven't, just pause this, go do that right now. Just just go, right, right, right now. Anyway, I think it's time we talk about the giant goddess-sized elephant in the room, the dreadful, the horrible Percy Jackson movie adaptation, The Lightning Thief. If you have not seen this movie, well, please, by the gods, don't do it. Just, just don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Unless, of course, you'd like to scream out in frustration every five minutes at your screen. But if you have seen the movie, then you're probably already aware of the key plot differences and liberties that director Chris Columbus took when bringing this series to the silver screen. Now, let's start with the basics. In the books, Percy Jackson is a thirteen-year-old boy, barely a teenager. He's he's so oh, he's amazing. You just read the books, but anyway, in the movie, Percy Jackson is played by Logan Lerman, who, don't get me wrong, would be a perfect fit. I mean, he really just oh, he'd be great for Percy. He's got the the look and the face and the the way he delivers his lines. It's it's magic, but maybe for an older Percy, not someone who's supposed to be. 13 not no that just that didn't work columbus i'm sorry chris columbus you just no another problem is one of the main characters annabeth chase whom i personally embody spiritually is also the same age as percy and she's blonde which is so very important because spoiler alert annabeth chase is the daughter of athena you know the goddess of warfare one of the smartest goddesses ever to exist and her daughter is blonde which you know would probably be weird because oh you know blondes aren't supposed to be smart blondes have more fun well guess what Annabeth Chase could punch you in the face and still do the Pythagorean theorem at the same time okay my bitch is smart yet in the movies she's played by the wonderful Alexander Dario who is brunette beautiful but brunette and you know what They didn't dye her hair for the movie. And I get it, you know, actors, actresses shouldn't have to change their appearance in order to be in a movie. They can deliver the lines greatly with or without changing their appearance. But as I just said before, it was so important that Annabeth was blonde. McRoyden knew what he was doing, okay? My mans knew that it was important because blondes can be smart. They can get shit done. Annabeth is the smartest person out of the trio. And it's just, oh, they made her brunette, and I will never let that, just, I'll never let that go. Aside from all of these little things that really irked the souls of every Percy Jackson fan alive, the entire ending was monumentally fucked. I don't want to spoil it for those of you who might be interested in reading the books. Also, side note, just go do it. Or, God forbid, if you want to watch the movie well, then good luck, Charlie. But long story short, the screenwriters used most of the plot for the ending of the entire book series. Not just the lightning thing. No, the entire fucking series as the ending for the first single movie. Oh, my soul just broke a, a little more just talking about it. Classic Hollywood, am I right? Lazy. Betraying me since 1999. Crushing all my dreams. Love that for me. Let the record show that Rick Royden had absolutely nothing to do with this and has expressed via interviews and on his Twitter multiple times that he too is deeply disappointed by what they did to his baby. A tweet from March 30th, 2017. Rick Royden said, C's huge book deal announced for debut author. I'm so excited for you. c who appointed the film rights. I am so, so sorry. Let us just take a moment to just be so thankful for Royden and how much he hates the movie adaptation as much as we do because it is rare that an author is on the side of the fandom. You know, like J.K. Rowling, for example. Not the nicest person, but great franchise, great movies. Harry Potter was kind of sort of whitewashed. We're not going to get into that. This is about Percy Jackson, but... Rowling didn't say anything about it. She just let it go. She let it roll. She got her paycheck. She kept making money. She didn't care. Oh, this happened so many times with YA novels and their font adaptations. And, you know, lots of people are like, okay, at least it made it to the screen. At least we got that much. But Royden, oh, no, Royden. Royden was pissed. Just as pissed as the rest of us. He even wrote a letter to teachers because, so... Percy Jackson has been implemented into ugh, American society, American culture American everything honestly world everything but it's been used in curriculums in middle school around the world to introduce Greek mythology, which is great you know it teaches you about all these great goddesses and gods and these myths and these these ideas that these people had way before we were around but makes it just that much more relatable and it dumbs it down for the rest of us because I mean some of us just myself included cannot handle you know ancient Greek but Royden tweeted, Dear teacher, hi, I am so grateful that you are teaching Greek mythology to your kids and maybe reading my books with them. I hope it goes well. If you want some lesson plan ideas, I have a ton of free stuff on my website, mostly pulled from my own 15 years as a middle school teacher. Now a plea. Please, for the love of multiple and challenges, do not show those Percy Jackson movies, ironic quotes intentional, in your classroom for a compare contrast lesson or, gods forbid, a reward at the end of your unit. No group of students deserves to be subjected to that sort of mind-numbing punishment. He goes on to say, If you need a break and are using the movies so you can have time to create papers, hey, I totally get that. I was a teacher for a long time. May I suggest Clash of the Titans or the cheesy old 1960s version of Jason and the... Wow, I can't pronounce that word. I should have practiced this. But anyway, he continues with, Even the animated Hercules from Disney as bad as it is. Those movies have plenty of things to compare and contrast with the actual Greek myths. But my heart breaks every time I hear that Classroom Time is being thrown away watching those vapid Percy Jackson adaptations. There's more to the letter. In fact, (laughs) a lot more. But the gist of it all is Rick Royden, Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who he could never, is just so, so sad that these movies are just shit. And I don't want to keep trashing them because I'm supposed to be asking you guys, you know, as listeners, What you think of them, and if you've seen them, if you've read the books, how you would say they are, and if you haven't read the books and seen the movie, you know, maybe you have a different opinion than me. But I personally, as one of the biggest fans of the Percy Jackson Olympian series, I mean, like all the sub series, everything, oh, my mind just expands every time I pick up one of those books. I personally detest the movies. But you, if you think something different, if you'd like to contribute, if you want to tell me, hey, I'm fucking wrong, and you think they're amazing? Just let me know because, really, your opinion is what matters. Because, sweetheart, do you think it was a bad adaptation.